Adrian Rosas is passionate about cars, transportation, and logistics. So much so that upon leaving university, he got a job working for Inchcape, the global car distributor making waves here in Latin America. It was during his time with Inchcape that he met his business partner and found a gap in the market to improve businesses and people's parcel delivery experience. And so he founded Hypost, a startup that takes control of package delivery for the last mile of its journey. Today, I talked to Ivan about his entrepreneurial journey, but first, a word from our sponsors. The Business Breakfast is sponsored by Pitt English, providing business English communication programs, bilingual teacher training, and study UK opportunities across the LATAM region. Ivan, how are you? Thank you for the introduction. I'm pretty good. You? Very well, thanks, Ivan. Very well. Well, very happy to be talking to you, to another entrepreneur on the on the business breakfast. So that's great. We're, we're uh, what's great about this program? I get to meet some great entrepreneurs, some young entrepreneurs who are who are launching new businesses and very interesting businesses. So, you know, I learn a lot myself, but I'm I'm doing great. Thanks. Yeah. So, Ivan, I know that you're really passionate about cars and that you spent, like I said in the introduction, two years work with Inchcape and car distribution. How and why did you decide to start your new business, High Post, for the last mile? And what brought you to, to start this business in the first place? Okay. Um, my passion have always been the cars, in all the expression. I mean, all cars. I love the restoration of cars. I have a couple of mini, 1968, really? and I love really? the restoration of it. Good British cars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and an old expression that I say, the electric cars, the big ones, the trucks. So, I mean, that was my main reason that I decided to work on Inchcape. Yeah, I became, yeah. It's a big company. It's a big company. Yeah, it, it is a big company. And, and, it's, and it's getting bigger here it's in getting, South America. Absolutely. It's just bought Ditec and it's just bought Durco as well. So yeah. it, it's really expanding. Yeah, it is. Have the 40% of Ditec right now and bought Derco. It's it's the it's it's one of the biggest company of dealership of cars on Chile. That's right. And I think trucks and another Another uh, kind of cars, so it's getting really a, a big company here in, in not only in Chile in South America. So uh, I begin in the pricing department. I worked for two years on Inchcape in that department. Okay, okay, yeah. I, I mean, it was a really good experience because one of my main tasks was to evaluate the price the price of the cars so i was <laughs> my, i was every day seeing new cars uh, making research about the cars and yeah. and i love it so yeah yeah fantastic well the pricing is is interesting actually the pricing strategies of cars is interesting because i what i you know as a as a consumer i'm always looking out for you know best value for money you know and and well i mean that's another conversation but but uh it strikes me that a lot of the cars from china for example and korea for example sangyong and brands like this uh offer very good price per value you know good value for money cars and also reliable would you would you would you go along with that would yeah, you agree, would you agree with that 
yeah, for sure. I mean, also China and another Asian like um, countries are making a really good cars, a really, yeah. a really reliable cars. And and one thing is, I think it's very important. This country are in the head of the develop of the electric cars right now with a really good prices. I think in the next years, uh, I mean, probably medium term, yeah, gonna be uh, the, one of the biggest uh, competitors of the electric cars market. You think sure. so? Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. I have no doubt about it. Yeah, have you seen like the the big vans, uh, buses, tra- uh, the transport, yeah, like, the like, like, transport are, are are from China? <laughs> yeah, they are. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah, they all are, aren't they? Listen, tell us a little bit about about uh, about Hypost. Yeah, or the last. What do you like to call it? Hypost. I know the Hypost of the company, or in English, I suppose it's the last mile. Is it because you look after the last mile? of the distribution journey to the client. So tell us a little bit about it. You know, what did you what did you see in the market that made you think, you know, I can I can improve that? Yeah, you can call high post. I mean in Chile, yeah. <laughs> they use like a Spanish uh, words and they, they call e-post. <laughs> yeah, I like I like I like well I like both but I like high post it's more English yeah, I, 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 prefer, I prefer high post that, that's the, <laughs> the real name the real pronunciation that's it but yeah I mean when I wasn't working on Inchcape uh, we saw a big opportunity I mean we are in in that moment it was like three four years ago yeah uh, they begin the Chilean movement like the estallido social. That's right. Remember? That's yeah. right. Absolutely. Yeah. The social movement. The social movement. Yeah. yeah the, the, movement. the demonstrations in, in the center. Yeah. Yeah, right. So there was a, a lot of people who inclined to buy online instead of go to a shop. Okay. Okay. So with a co-worker, we saw like there was a tendency and probably it's going to be a big opportunity for the delivers. From the the last mile, the last mile companies. Yeah. So we make a, a small research because we don't have too much time. Of course, we was working on Inkscape, so uh-huh. we make a small um, research about this opportunity. And when we get when we get convinced about there was opportunity there, we say, okay, we have to do something here. We are right now in a automotive company. Yeah. We meet some people, some people who brands of cars. So Big we car can brands, get really yeah, nice perfect. Yeah. We can get a really nice prices of, of, of some cars. And, and we said, okay, we have to do it right now. It's going to be our first first statement. Yeah. We have to buy a couple of vans and try to get in on the business. So we did it. And when we did it, I mean, that was our first step. It was yeah. so like, anxious because we, got, we just did it <laughs> excited we, we yeah. say, okay we're gonna, we're gonna buy the car first that's gonna be our statement and we're gonna grow up this is gonna be our first step you know yeah, exactly exactly well yeah for a business so, like that i mean transport is absolutely essential your own fleet your own fleet of cars is is essential so it was a logical first step wasn't it yeah yeah but why so, did you decide can i ask you something yet why did you decide just to take control of the last mile you know for example, that final process between, you know, the client and, for example, the warehouse. Why did you decide to to focus on that? So why we decide to go there? Because first, the it's a, a, a pretty good low 
it's lower than the the mid mile because you can you have to buy like a small bounce you don't have to buy a truck or, or big truck so exactly. it's gonna be easier for us to get in so also the opportunity was in the last mile because the customers are who are buying on the e-commerce so the increase of the demands gonna be in that part. Okay. So, okay. So, okay. The opportunity is there. We have to attack that opportunity, and it was the last mile. So exactly, uh, exactly. And there was no, there was really nothing else in the market at that time. So really, you're filling a gap. I mean, there was, of course, a big competitors on the market, but Ipcat is one. It's it's growing. It's growing for sure. It's in, in a big scale. Yeah. So uh, when we start the company, we. We saw this opportunity and, and and with Gonzalo, my partner, my coworker, we work together with some companies who who have softwares and can let us uh, work with him. With with I mean with, with those companies. There is a um we work with a couple of companies who optimize our our logistic routes. Okay. And okay. other company who, who make better the the GPS track of the package and so we offer this distribution service with uh with softwares and with some technology involved yeah okay okay so for example what i one of your first contracts was with fedex for example so is that right tell us tell us a little bit about the, the contract that you that you that you struck with fedex one of your first contracts wasn't it yeah uh, our first contract was fedex as you said when we begin, we have only a couple of fun and we said, okay, we have to seek some some companies who are getting bigger, they're getting gro- they are growing on the um, on the last mile. We said like you can attack to small companies to is growing e-commerce, but gonna be a small companies, I don't know, um in uh, shops on Instagram who sell like 300 products per month it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a small company on you and you on you can attack a big companies like fedex correos chiles starken who already have the demand and it's growing all, yeah. the, all the people are recurrently going there so, so large, we we're talking say, large volume large volumes yeah large volume for sure so we we saw okay let's go to fedex they probably are seeking from some distributors because they can handle it with own vehicles, his whole yeah, cars. Yeah. So we present our business model to uh, to some manager of FedEx, and they believe in us, and that's the, that, that's how we start the our first contract. Fantastic, so, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So right now we are kind of the the biggest delivered distributors on on Valparaíso, uh, San Felipe. Is that right? Yes. Um, Tell us a little about uh, about the the challenges, Ivan, that you faced in acquiring assets. Obviously, for any distribution company, you need a lot of assets and your financial partners. Yeah. So, why did you decide to have financial partners rather than give company equity away, for example? Yeah, I, I mean that's that's a that's a big thing because that's a very big thing. Are, you know? Yeah, because we're a company who is really demanding on assets because we are the owner of the assets. Yeah, that's and, right. That's right. And to grow up, it's really correlated of the buying more assets. If you want to grow up, you have to buy more assets. I mean, that's the way who would do it. That's, I mean, that's our model. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and the I've got, I've got, I've got a, I'm sorry, Ivan, I've got a friend actually that has another, uh, a pet cemetery business here. So he goes around, he travels from, travels from, you know, area to area. 
but it's it reminded your your business model actually reminded me of of him in some ways, and I think uh, your business model is a very good one to replicate because to increase in to increase in size and in volume, you need larger fleets, you need you know a, uh, yeah. you know larger amount of cars, and for this you need capital, right? So so yeah, just. Sorry, I just wanted to say that, but just but carry on, carry on with what you were saying. Yeah, I, I am agree with that. So, in, on the step, we went to financial car companies. Okay. They let us money, and we did it. We have no problem with the, the with the financial company, car companies. So, in the second step, when this car said, "Okay, you are you are debt, not over debt, but we are with debt, the rates." Are yeah. pretty high for us. We we went to banks. Okay. And they let us some money, some so no money. It's credit for the cars. So when when the banks they stop to lending us money, we turn to friends, family, and people. Absolutely. <laughs> and people who really, really live <laughs> yeah. in yeah. our business. So exactly. Private investors. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. That was <laughs> our last step of financial because it's. It's hard to explain to banks uh, our company. Our company was the yeah. the statement, financial statement was good. I mean, we are growing up. We we are a reliable company. It's it's a company who it's three years old, but it's different. It's difficult to explain to to the banks who we are like 70 percent of debt, yeah. and the other the other percent it's getting smaller. But they can get like. You you wanna use this money growing up to buy more assets. So exactly, yeah. You you, you show that financial statement and say, okay, you are you are over, you are over on debt. So it's difficult. Talk, uh, I agree. It's difficult to explain to banks, isn't it? Because I mean, they have a thousand different businesses, you know, approaching yeah. for money all the time, and you're probably just like an, another number, a number. Whereas if you approach family and friends who obviously know you as a person, know you socially, know a, a bit about your business, uh, then it's easier for them to believe in it and to have a better understanding of it. Of course. So that's what I really, uh, that was, a, I think that could be one of our difficult part of the business, the the, the, the assets, to how to get the assets yeah. and, and get the financial. Exactly. So yeah. we went to the our friends, family, and people who really believe in our in our project. Yeah. So we we offered this project, and we use a credit system with super convenient rates. We don't. I mean, we, yeah. we offer it instead of use like the equity of the company because yeah. we 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 don't wanna use that way. So we use a credit system with super convenient rates, and it was really attractive to these people. Yeah, for these investors. and also more attractive for you because then you get to keep one hundred percent of the company. You don't give any of the company yeah. away. <laughs> yeah, which is better. Yeah, my wife actually, you know, when we started the academy, we we thought we thought we thought about going to investors and giving some equity. And she said, "No way! And under no circumstances am I giving any <laughs> equity away. You know, no chance." So yeah. yeah, and I know a lot of people have done the same. Done the same. Uh, you know, it's best to keep 100% of the business, isn't it, I think? Yeah. At some point, I think we should do it. But when I'm going to think that, at that point, it's going to be a, a big company. <laughs> bigger exactly. than this. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I think that's 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 the way to go. So, very good. Absolutely. So what kind of, in order when you first started, obviously, you needed to invest in, in vans and assets. 
what kind of sums of money were you were you asking for loans? Were I, you- I mean, the, the first step when we bought a couple of of vans, I would say it's not that big. It's like a fifteen thousand yeah, dollars, something like that. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a cheap uh, investment. I mean, we are workers, so we can do it. Now, after that, we get the financial, and we, we get financial by 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 financial uh, car companies. So yeah. I think we get debts for like. One one hundred thousand. One hundred thousand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and when we rise to family, friends, and people, yeah, who believe in our project, yeah, I, I would say another sixty uh, thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So so yeah, but I mean, you know, for a startup, it's still a significant amount of money, isn't it? You know, and and obviously in the back of your mind, you're probably still thinking. You know, that's got to go right. The business has to be a success. You know, it's you know what I mean. Yeah. At, at that point, yeah. we was thinking, yeah, that should work. That had to work. It has to work. It has to work. Yeah. You know. So yeah. So I mean, it's significant. It's still it's still a risk. You know, being an entrepreneur, starting a business, it's still a risk. You know, but yeah, yeah. I, I would say you have like it's two big risks. First one, I am a young entrepreneur. So yeah. I have two ways to do it. First, I mean, two ways to 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 work work on my company. On the other way is work on another company and develop my my professional career. You know what I mean? So right. I have to choose which one. And when I choose to grow up my company, you a little bit put your career in in another yeah, place. Yeah, in, in, in another in place exactly, in a different down a different avenue. <laughs> in, in a recent avenue for sure. Yeah. No, that's it. So, I mean, really, just explain a little bit about about the day to day, about the day to day running of Hypos, how it works. For example, I know that you're quite involved in 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 software and developing software, for example, for the for the client's journey, for the you know for the package journey. And how does it differentiate from other companies, from other distribution companies? I would say that there is a bunch of company that are doing the same of us, or or pretty similar. Yeah. But we dif- we differentiate because we work uh, with partners who help with technology in some process that help us to offer a better product. A m- more of a more of a personalized service. Yes, yes. So we can offer a, a, a better product. Yeah. Because our partners with other companies. So you you was talking about a long term vision. Yeah. So logistic um a long term. I would say that the logistics gonna be a, a market in a in a condition of growing and development. That's for sure. Yeah. And this market will be a place to excellent innovation companies will be seen. The the new law, the rep. The rep. The, what is what is that, Ivan? The new law. Yeah. The the rep law. That's a, that the produce the the waste of the producer have to take care. There is a. It's like it's gonna be for. 40,000 company going to be affected for this law. And there is a company who, this company produce a lot of waste. There, there is company who produce waste like Coca-Cola Andina yeah. who sell Coca-Cola and, and other sodas. Yeah. So they they produce these plastic bottles and and have to take care about these plastic plastic bottles. Of course. It's yeah. A, Sustainability. It's a, yeah. This law create a big Ecosystem. It's a. It's. It, this is for a, another meeting, another another podcast for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. A really big thing. But this create a big ecosystem so that the producer have to take care of of this product. 
And okay. how they take how they take care of this product is to paying to paying for another uh, stakeholder of the market who uh, take care of these products uh, okay. on, on, on the logistic that's talking about, about this law because it's gonna be a law who create an ecosystem that a lot of innovation companies can grow up. Yeah, exactly. And, all, and not all the in, uh, innovation company or logistic could be in a in another in in, in another industry another market. Yeah, it's a okay. big thing. So it's gonna implement in in 20, 2023, the next year, uh, probably on May, May July, and we are we are developing something to going there. Interesting. To, to Interesting. This market, I think this is gonna be in long term something big for the logistic. Well, then you're, like, but then you're, and then you're really going into a different market. You're going into the realms of sustainability, for example. And well, you know, you see it with many companies. Many companies that started off as, you know, uh, Lego, for example. You know, they start off as Lego, and then they go into animation. And well, lots of examples uh, of companies who have then gone into different areas of business. So this will take you more down a sustainable route, won't it? Well, it's certainly a source of differentiation as well. So is there any question at all that you'd like to ask me uh, regard to the show or anything at all? Did you like this interview? <laughs> <laughs> 100% I like this interview. Yeah, absolutely. I think what I think, Ivan, what you're a very good example of is, is somebody who is not afraid to communicate in English, you know, who, who is has a good level of English, can get your, get his point across. And that is something which we, we, we feel at Pit English is very important, you know, is that it's not so much about technical ability or precision. It's about getting your message out there to feel confident with your English. And it's a tool to communicate rather than a language to master. And I think you're a very good example of that, you know. So, so... I think that uh, no, today you've done that very well. How did it? Thank how did it? How, how did it feel to be interviewed in English for the first time? I, I, I could say that was kind of difficult because my English, my English is not on shape at all. I mean, the, the <laughs> last fun. time I used it, it was like five years ago. So <laughs> I, I was scary ab about to take this interview because I don't know if I'm gonna be ca capable to 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 express all I I want to say. But you have, it, you have, you have. It's easy to uh, chit chatting or or talking with friends, but when you are getting an interview, you have to use more more specific words, and you're talking about your business also. So oh. it's going to be a little bit more complicated. But I think you've done a good job. I think you've done a good job. I think you've done a good job, and certainly, I think you know uh, all of us, uh, including our including our listeners, have a, a much better idea as to what your what your startup is, what Hypost is all about. The, the markets that you're that you're serving. Did you ever initial another final question is did you ever think about, for example, you see these motorbikes, these little motorbikes delivering parcels within the city, just within the square mile. Did you ever think about just having a fleet of motorbikes rather than vans or cars? I mean I mean we we, we saw we saw the, the this the small motorbikes like you, you talk about pedidos yeah over eat something like exactly so, yeah, yeah but I suppose they can't get the volume can you you can't deliver in yeah, volume it's, it's about volume and it's for with the companies we are work with they're they're not using this kind of deliver yeah because it's the package is a little bit more heavier bigger than okay this. okay yeah so we are not really getting and also if if we want to develop 
this part of the business with a small, really small package and paqueteria we call uh, they call in the logistic. We need to grow with a with a warehouse. So it, so it wouldn't so it wouldn't work. Wouldn't work. Another yeah. thinking about it, but I think right now. It's, it's not in our goal and it's not in our core of the business. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, I just, just thought I'd ask you that. That makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. It makes business sense as well. Listen, Ivan, uh, I've really enjoyed talking to you. Yeah, th- thanks ever so much for coming on to the business breakfast today. Yeah, and uh, I think that what you've done is that you've given us a little insight into what it takes to start a business, especially with regard to a a logistics and distribution business, which I think this is a good example of that. And the sort of money, the sort of assets and capital you need in order to start a business like this. So I think from that regard, it's it's very interesting what you're doing. I really wish you all the best in the future, Ivan. I hope that, uh, well, we'll have to have another conversation, but hope that your business goes from strength to strength that you continue providing this high-quality service, this last-mile service for clients, not just in Santiago, but in the whole of Latin America as well. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to thank Ivan. Ivan, thanks for coming onto the show today. Yeah, many thanks. Thank you, Sam. So uh, thanks, Ivan, once again. That's all from us this week on The Business Breakfast. If you like the podcast, again, subscribe. It's available on Stitcher, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts. Yeah, subscribe. Tell your friends out every Thursday. Learn English, learn business with the Business Breakfast. That's all from me this week. I'll see you next week for another episode of the Business Breakfast. Have a great day. (laughs) 